1: It it
4: Radio. Radio. And it is Fix It Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. A little uh, cloudy outside, but still a nice day. So if you haven't been out and about, get yourself out there and enjoy. Up first today, I've got Dave Hart joining us from Roof Savers of Colorado, or Roof Max, wherever you want to say it. Dave, how are you this morning? It-
2: I am doing great, John.
4: How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. And the question of the day, which kind of dovetails into even this hour, so I'm going to go ahead and run this question all the way through both shows today, is we did this a little bit earlier this week. Andy and I did. He, it was his idea, so I'll give him credit. But what item should you never skimp on, Dave? Uh,
2: <laughs> that's a big I can question. Think of a lot of I that's know. A great question. <laughs> well, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. That's, well, uh, one of
4: them is your roof, by the way.
2: Yeah, I would say definitely your roof. Uh, make sure it's in good shape. and uh, I mean, There's so many different things that you can can go into with that, but the big thing is uh, making sure it's in good shape. I, mean, I just left the job a minute ago. The uh, client didn't even know he had hail damage, and so we're replacing that roof this morning. And then uh been on several this week where uh, signs of, of leaks they didn't know they had because uh, they weren't showing up inside the house. So, yeah, definitely having your roof like that we've looked at would be one big one for
4: sure that was one of the questions i had for you was what you know what do you see as some of the common things that you know are are missed i mean you, you know it's on top of our head if you would you drive in and out most people never look up that's why you know in store shelves the premium space a lot of uh, uh companies manufacturers will even pay for that particular space because nobody you know rarely ever looks up that's why eye level is where the hot spots are for you know groceries and things like that and that shelf space is very demanding because everybody knows in marketing that nobody looks up and they don't nobody looks up nobody looks at the roof they don't really know what's going on unless there's some sort of a problem they have no idea what do you find are some of the most overlooked things that even you know a regular homeowner you know regular joe could just look at and say hey I think I've got a problem I need to call Dave
2: well, the, the, the biggest and most obvious thing is just kind of look at the bottom of your downspouts. If you start seeing a bunch of the, uh, you know, the sand or the granules, if you will, uh, that's an indication that your roof is drying out. Um, the shingles themselves, but if the shingles are drying out, there's chances that uh, the sealants that uh, we, we use to uh, seal up some of the exposed nail heads up on the roof that need to be there, your um, rubber gaskets around your plumbing pipes, those are probably drying out. There's just a lot of different things that, uh, that go on when you start seeing just a simple sign of granules in the gutters. And something uh, to get that looked at, because if the, if the rubber gaskets around the pipes are drying out, they're not sealed around those pipes right. so well, and they start getting rain, or even, you know, we got snow coming here in a few months. Right. If snow sits up there, it's, it's going to find its way down those pipes somewhere, too. So, um, yeah, it's just a, a lot of little things. That, that The roof takes it a tremendous amount of abuse throughout the years. And uh, you're right, when we don't think we have any problems up there until we actually see something, and when we see it, it's too late. Right. And and, it usually requires a lot more work to fix.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for folks that are, that, you know, most people understand some of these basic, you know, I guess I'll call these things basic things that we can all visualize and see daily. So, for example, you put your umbrella out. And most people don't even have that up all summer, but they'll have that out or an awning, let's say, Dave. And after a certain period of time, and typically on those, it's not very long that those things, I mean, the average life of even a, a sunshade umbrella, if you leave it out at all and use it halfway at all during the summer months, you know, you're getting two, three years out of that at best. You have an awning. Yeah. It's it's you know. It might get a ten or a ten or so lifespan out of it. You know, asphalt. You yeah. know, we seal coat and you know that's my world. We seal coat, fill cracks, do all sorts of things on asphalt because literally it's out there baking in the sun. And keep this in oh, mind: probably. a lot of the the items I just mentioned may be shaded at times. Most roofs, Dave, are never shaded.
2: That's exactly right. It is especially if you, you're talking about the the, the southern and, and western side slopes of your roof both bake 90 percent of the year um and you can you can literally stand on top of a roof and notice at the peak and you can look at a roof that faces you know that roof slope will face south versus the one that's facing north and it's a night and day difference mm-hmm. on the condition of it just because of the, the, the sun hits it more often right um, and, and like you in the field coating you know your asphalt is exposed directly to the sun where the roof shingles have at least the protective granules on them that provides you the color but those granules are also designed to keep the UV rays off of the asphalt shingles um, and we start losing those now you're exposing more of that asphalt and your roof start to wear out a lot faster
4: got it so there is yeah. an advantage to a the max product and keeping things lasting longer and so on. But on the same token, I know, and you, you just mentioned it a moment ago, there are times where, you know, case this morning for you, you're going to get out there, there's going to be damage. You have to do a replacement of the roof. You can handle that as well. What I was really getting into this week and what I wanted you to call in for today was specifically that given the storms and the things that we have had lately, the first things, you know, the first thing that most people want to do is if they think they've got any kind of damage is they want to call the insurance company and call the adjuster and send someone out. I would say, Dave, and right. get your opinion on this. But my feeling on that is that's the last thing I want to do. Yeah. No, we lost you, Dave, for a second. There you, you, hey, there, you're, you're, hey, you're back. You said you said oh, blah, 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 blah. you're all garbled up. So say that again.
2: Sorry about that. Yeah, you're very you're 100 correct in what you're, you're thinking is. Um, mm-hmm. We don't want to. The only way you're going to get somebody from your insurance company to come out and look at your roof is if you make a claim and if they come out and even if you don't have uh if they don't pay out you're still going to have what's called a zero dollar claim on your on your record um and you get a couple of those they start considering you a higher risk and you're going to cancel you or jack your rates up okay so they always want to have an idea of what that risk condition is is in before you call it if you're an insurance company um and make sure things are you know if they are just want to make sure you have a warrant good reason to call the insurance company out and that's. Uh, very important. I mean, even the insurance companies are changing the way they do things now, how much they're covering. So you, you don't want to use them unless you absolutely have to. Um, and we'll definitely come out and take a look at things and, and give you the honest opinion. We'll show you pictures of what the condition is um, so you're not just trying to take my word for it, but you'll actually see it for yourself before you call the insurance company.
4: Well, and what I would if tell everybody agree. as well is, I know this for a fact, Dave, you've got enough experience even looking at policies where my suggestion would be, because really it's pretty well spelled out, my suggestion would also be call Dave, pull your policy out. You all typically have a printed policy. If not, it's online. Oh. You can print that particular section out if you need to. But I would have yep. that out ready to go. And then, Dave, once you get an idea of, you know, damage or or not, you know, what's going on with the roof, you can then look at the yep. policy and say, listen, here's what your deductible is going to be. So even if we turned yep. in thousand dollar repair, but you have a quote unquote, you know, eight hundred dollar deductible. And just throwing numbers out there because I have right. no idea what it would be. But let's just say right. that's the the way it is. That person then has to decide for two hundred dollars, is it worth turning in a claim? Probably it, not.
2: Yeah. And it, not because you're, you're going to rates are going to go up. Um, you still pay out of pocket. I mean, it's just it's uh, most most deductibles we come across now are approaching the twenty five hundred dollar mark. Um, but a lot of companies are starting to switch to what they call a percentage. It's a
4: percentage so base, a percent right? Of the value. Yeah, that's what exactly. I thought. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so half a percent or a 1%. So you're looking at, you know, average value of the home is, I don't know, what, 600000 500000 Or more, 000. more, yeah. Yeah, or more. So if we, it's just simple math. If you use a $500,000 home, your deductible is going to be from $2,500 to $5,000 Right. that you got to come up with. So I mean, you, uh, you can do a lot of repairs
4: for that, by the way.
2: You could do a lot of repairs, a lot of maintenance.
4: In fact, I'll tell some of yeah. you that depending upon the price of your home, you get up into that 750 to $1 million range, and you have that 1% end of things, yeah. Dave, and your deductible then might be ten grand. That's one yeah. where you may be putting the roof on yourself anyways. <laughs>
2: well, and that's, and I actually had had one of those this week, and uh, looked at one, and the, the deductible was $11,000. Uh, now, now, the roof is going to cost them $35,000 to replace if we had to, but, but the roof was 28 years old, and it... And it it was in decent shape given the age, um, but they're they're in a real estate transaction and they're trying to figure out what direction to go. I see. Um, and then and there's no there's no storm damage to to, uh, to claim, to claim it. on. So, yeah. So, you, just, you really want to at a bare minimum contact your agent and they can fill you in on on that information as well to confirm it. Yeah, before you you do a a claim,
4: I want to make sure I'm clear on that too. You're not doing this in the claims process. You're asking, hey, I think I might have some issues. I don't know yet. I'm going to have somebody look at my roof first so I'm not turning in a claim. I just want to know what's my coverage on my roof like and what's my deductible. They'll tell you.
2: Correct. Yeah, because it, better to do that than, than have the guys come out and look at your roof, you know, the, the, right. the claims department, and then all of a sudden you're you're surprised because you got a five thousand dollars deductible, um, and that's uh, that's a that's a hefty chunk to try and come up with. Or, or they story. come out
4: and they say, you know what? Yeah, you know, we see that this is just you know, weathered and, you know, we really can't see any damage in particular to the last right. storm. Looks like a lot of this damage might be from, from prior because there. and here's the key, because there's not been any maintenance done to the roof that we can see, we're going to claim this as old damage. And the reality is that could have been on the company even prior to us. And the reality is no, we're not covering it.
2: That's 100% correct. So that that, and that dovetails a lot into the maintenance to keeping your roofing in decent shape. Because if you get to a roof, that's, that's old and, and worn out and a lot of granules missing, there's a very good chance they will deny that claim even if you have legitimate damage because you didn't take that's right. You didn't take uh, your first responsibility action and, and keep that roof in as good a shape as you can. So there's, there's, there's That happens a lot.
4: Well, and this, this you know, again, dovetails thing. into drive radio a little bit on the, the car side. Most contracts, which they're not extended warranties, they're service contracts. Those service contracts, right. Dave, are very much the same way. They will require yep. you to do a certain amount of maintenance or if a particular item fails and you can't prove you did the maintenance on it, they're <laughs> going to deny that claim because again, it's an insurance policy just like uh, the roof on your home would be. It's no different. And and again, folks absolutely. forget those things that, Oh, I, I have to do maintenance. I just thought I wrote a check to them for, for my insurance or for the service contract right. and I shouldn't have to do anything else. No, it doesn't work that way.
2: you got to follow rules. And unfortunately it's just, that's just the way it is. And they got to look out for the river ends as well. It's the same difference. We, we, you know, we have to do what we can to make sure that our roofs are in good shape and stay in good shape. and um, and like I said, I have come across quite a few of them in the last year or so where the roofs are just so worn out that the claims department's like no, or or they're very fortunate, and that did give them some money, but they still got had had to come up with half or more of that uh, replacement on their own to, to do it. And yeah, so my they, point they, they is, is why roof. not
4: maintain it along the way to where you're spending a little bit each year instead of one big, huge chunk and avoiding all of that? And if it comes to time to sell, like you're going through right now with this other client of yours, uh-huh. if you get to the point where you're going to sell, but you've maintained your roof and you can prove that you have, well, how much yep. better does everything look at that point?
2: Well, absolutely. And it, even into that, with, uh, let's say we treated a roof uh, today, and a customer wanted to sell their house in a year, I'd go back out and double check it, and I would provide them at no additional cost that five year roof cert that a lot of realtors like to use. Um, so, just saying that this roof will last you another five years, so that not only will they have our warranty that's transferable, I'll provide them with a roof cert that, uh, that the buyers typically want to know in writing that this roof should last another five years, and we do that at no additional cost as well. Um, for, for the, so, that's uh, a the
4: selling customer. feature of the home if somebody's thinking about selling as well.
2: Exactly. So they they they're is a preemptive. The proper word they're 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 ahead of the game by getting that locked in and going. Okay, that that roof issue, which is generally eighty to ninety percent of any any issues you have in the, in the process of a sale, um, that issue is gone. It's 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 not a, it's not a problem now. Everything else is pretty small after that, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just kind of eliminates that uh, that challenge ahead of the game.
4: And folks, I know right now too that if you do anything with Dave right now, whether it be uh, roof restoration, or you even need any kind of a replacement, Dave will work with you. There's a $250 off deal right now that yep. Dave will still honor. So, if you guys want some, just somebody to come out, you think you might have had some damage, you want to make sure your roof's in great shape, you know, everything that we're talking about here. Uh, and again, policies are changing. This is the other thing, too, Dave, I wanted to hit on. Yes. Most people yes. don't even know what the policy says now.
2: 100%. Yeah, like I said that the big thing is just call your agent, too, just to double check all that. But things are changing because. Uh, and then we've talked about it on the show uh, quite a few times. Uh, we are considered Colorado's considered like the number three in the country as far as storm-related damage to roofs, um, and where you know much like policies and stuff start in California and move their way east, it's kind of the opposite in the hail world, but it starts in Florida and moves its way west, sort of. Um, but insurance companies are now saying that if your roof is ten years old or older, we're either going to give you half of that or we're not didn't give you anything to replace. Mm. Um, some insurance companies are now, and I came across this yesterday, where the client switched a, a carrier, and they gave them one year full replacement. But after that, it starts to it starts to uh, back off of how much it gets.
4: I see. How much they that, prorate how it basically. Basically, yeah. It's like a battery.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It's set of tires, battery, everything. Yeah. So yeah. Things are changing where we're not where, and we've talked in the past where people are just so. Uh, used to just waiting for a storm to hit and then show skip is going to pay for your roof. That's not that's not going to be that way much longer. It is drastically changing quickly. Okay, so question for you uh,
4: along those lines, given the world that you uh-huh. live in, because we we know we know the routine. Storm hits the storm chasers. That's what we call them because that's what they are. You know, they're like the ambulance chasers exactly. on the other side of the aisle. But these are storm chasers. <laughs> yeah, they roll in and and they really kind of start going door to door trying to figure out how many roofs they can get replaced. Given the changes yes. in. The insurance world, like you're just talking about, is that going to change the storm chaser end of things?
2: I think it, I think it will, um, but at the end of the day, it's still a numbers game for them, and uh, they're just going to start knocking doors like like crazy, like they do. Um, but it, I think it's definitely going to be a lot more people going. Hey, I don't have another seven or eight thousand dollars to come up with to to pay for my roof now because my insurance company's yeah. not covering the whole thing. So I think. I think it's going to shift. I think it'll slow down as far as you know chases are concerned. I agree. Um, and, and by yeah, the it, way, it, I think it, this, it,
4: this is the second part of that I wanted to get into. Here's the other thing I think is going to start happening, which it probably already is. And this is where, you know, not that I'm against any kind of home inspectors. I think there's really good home inspectors. I think there's really poor home inspectors. In Colorado, yeah. home inspectors do not have to be licensed. They can they can belong to one of the trade organizations. But in Colorado, there is no licensing for inspectors, not saying there needs to be, I'm just saying there isn't any, so you need to be aware of that. Where I'm going with this, Dave, is I can see used houses and people that are going to buy houses, if they don't have someone like you that is a roofer, not an inspector, right. but an actual roofer right. out looking at the house they're looking to buy, chances yep. are it's going to need a lot of work because the reality of what you just said is going to happen across the board. There, there, there are not going to be as many new roofs out there as my point.
2: Well, for, for sure i looked at one yesterday the guy bought a house in 2020 he's like i think he didn't live next door at the time i think the roof may have damage but i'm not sure so i went out looked at it and it was it was annihilated from that 2017 storm in golden that hit um and so now he you know he's got a roof that we can't we can't get covered by insurance and it was just' it was beat up by crazy um and i don't know that he had home inspector to your point with home inspectors there are a lot of good ones out there but 90% of them are, are, what's the term, a jack of all trades and a master of none.
4: And, and uh, you know, and I know this for a fact. The majority of them are looking at your roof through a set of binoculars. They're not ever yeah. stepping foot on the roof. There's no yep. ladder in the truck even.
2: No nope, binoculars are a drone. And, and, and if, on my sake, I mentioned to you, I'm in the process of purchasing a home as well. And Monday, I'm doing my, <clears throat> I'm lining up all the inspections myself. I didn't hire an inspection.
4: There you so go. I have,
2: each trade, yep. I have each trade coming out. They're yep. a master at that trade. Yep. I'm a ripper, they're they're HVAC, there's electricians. Um, I'm hiring each one individually um, to do it that way, to make sure that that I know they're
4: great oh, great example of how to do it by mm-hmm. the way versus just a regular inspect and again I, I'm not exactly. not trying to bash any inspectors because Dave I do know no, there's some good all. ones I've, I've even met some there really is. good ones I've seen some of the Absolutely. the reports that some of the good ones give although I will say this and we had a, yep. a listener call in several weeks ago about this just because there's some really cool software and there's a lot of boxes checked or not checked <laughs> and there's some wording you know some yep. words written in doesn't necessarily mean it was a really thorough inspection.
2: It's completely true, um, and unfortunately, a lot of inspectors I see, you'll have a a hundred. I, I use the term loosely. I mean, maybe more than that. But let's say we got to get up and do some minor repairs, and we're going to spend two hundred fifty dollars to get your roof in shape and last you five more years, uh, even without the roof max treatment. Uh, some of the wording that inspectors like to use, and, and, and no fault of their own, but because they cover their own rear end, mm-hmm. it raises a red flag with with the realtors. Like, oh, now we got to replace the entire roof for a. a Let's just say two hundred fifty dollars repair, right? Um, and and so somebody's paying for that roof. So that roof's getting wasted for one, and, and a lot of money is getting wasted because you just don't you don't need that. So that, to to cover their their rear ends, and, I, and I'm trying not to bash them because I'm really not. Um, they all no, to, you know, but, but you know, they, I, th- I mean, else, I think you know, but.
4: you know, you know me. I bring what I feel on on our programs on a daily basis, the real sides of things, not bashing anyone one way or the other. Even when I do a car review, not trying to bash anything, but just letting folks know, you know, here's kind of the the reality of what's going on. And I think you bring up some great points. And and again, folks, I I will tell you that there's some really good inspectors and there's some not so good inspectors. And by the way, I could go through the the same thing when it comes to used cars. There's some guys out there that do used car inspections only. They don't do anything else. Some of those guys are really good, and I'll be honest, some of those guys, you could give them a brand new car and it's not going to pass inspection.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly. Just being honest. Yeah, so, exactly. And then that's it's the same in the roofing world. You know, there's so many roofs that, that I look at that in a real estate transaction where people are just like, and, and it's it's been, people have been trained that. Like, oh, there's one little thing I'm going to negotiate, especially with the way the market has gone the last couple of years, I'm going to negotiate I'm going to get my new roof. Well, okay, but you don't you don't need that, and somebody's paying for that somewhere. Right. Um, right. And and that's a challenge. That, Great point. That affects everybody down the line. So, yeah, I'm so one, frankly,
4: Dave. Where these changes in the insurance world, given how I do my own insurance, high deductible, I only turn a claim in yeah. if I absolutely you know have to, because I'm with American National Insurance, I get the rebate. I want to keep my rebates. So the yep. reality is, I'm going to take care of most everything that I possibly can, unless there's some, some something catastrophic. If the rest of the insurers out there, did it my way, we would all have cheaper rates. That's the bottom line. But but not everybody well, does that.
2: Completely. And, and I, I educate people on that all the time. Like, well, I'm just going to wait for a, a hailstorm to hit. I'm like, okay, you can do that, but the patterns are changing for one. And two, um, you're welcome because I just helped you pay for your roof. Right, um, And that's that, that's just a fact. It is a fact. If, that's if exactly we can, right. If we, can, if we minimize the amount of claims being done on roofs, everybody's going to benefit throughout. So right. it's not just, well, I had a hail claim, I'm going to, uh, my rates going to go up, but they get enough damage in a zip code, they start jacking rates up all over the city. That's right. Um, and that's just a reality. That's just that's right. an excuse that they use to, to jack the rates up. So the less claims, the more options we have to save on our premiums as a whole.
4: All right, I'm going to let Dave go. I know he's got stuff going on. Uh, Again, Roof Savers of Colorado. Find him at fixitradio.com, also at ready-radio.com. Drive Radio, I mean, all the websites. No no matter which website of ours you go to, rushtoreason.com, even klzradio.com. Wherever you go, you're going to find Dave. But, Dave, really quick for folks that might be able to write this down, what's your phone number? Sure,
2: it's 303 six nine one six and uh, keep an eye on us we're doing a lot more social media stuff and a lot more tv commercials too so you're gonna gonna start seeing
4: us around a lot more awesome dave man appreciate it have a great day thanks for taking time out of your day for us man i appreciate it anytime all right man appreciate you guys take care and again folks get that roof inspected make sure it's in good shape everything dave said spot on especially with the storms we've just had roll through here recently and again that is uh, dave hart he's at roof savers of colorado you'll know him also as roof max that's fix it radio we'll be right back don't go anywhere this is klz radio
3: You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages.
6: Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191,
3: regulated by DORA.
6: We live in uncertain times.
4: Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and Electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or Find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio.
7: For quality and service beyond compare,
8: call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
1: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 6620789. That's 303 6620789. I'm
4: John Rush, host of Drive Radio, Fix It Radio, and also Rush to Reason. I'm also a business owner and a business coach. Even though I love being on air and talking to all of you on a regular basis, the job I love the most is helping other business owners achieve their dreams. I've helped business owners who have owned a job become actual business owners. I do this through the installation of systems and helping them with their leadership skills so they can truly run their business instead of the business running them. If you're tired of your business running you and you want the freedom you sought in owning your own business, call me for a free consultation. I would love to help you and your business attain the goals you've always had. Go to RushMediaInc.com and send me an email. You can also use the text line 307-200-8222. Stop being a slave to your business and contact me today. All right, we are back. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Jersey Joe, what's going on today, sir?
8: Hey, John, I know we talked earlier in the week about things like uh, you shouldn't skimp on like, guns and power tools, but I've got one that uh, nobody's probably talked about, and that's things like furnaces, boilers, yeah. and air conditioning.
4: Good one. That's and what I was looking not, for. Good one.
8: And it's not just the product. It's also who you hire to put it in. And let me give an example. First of all, you know, just like cars, there's there's really good reputable units and within any given manufacturer they typically have like a good better best and i just helped my daughter pick out a she needed a new furnace and you know yeah you can get the basic stripped down economy model but for blowing like crazy for 6 minutes and then shutting off you know on off on off it's a couple hundred bucks more she's now got a variable speed It's just a constant you know smooth continuous airflow and so you want to look at things like that but more important is who you hire to put it in. Now you can hire Bob who's a one-man truck and he can probably beat some of your sponsors by a couple of hundred bucks. But most of these units are coming with a 5 or 10 year warranty. And if you have a warranty problem 3 years from now, assuming Bob's still in business, right. What if Bob's on vacation in Florida? What if Bob's got the flu? Who's going to come handle your warranty call?
4: No um, one. By so, the way, no one. No. In fact, you know, I you know, I know this, you know, firsthand, Joe, depending upon because I've heard this from you know listeners, other folks, and so on, depending upon who put that in and where they bought the unit and what warranty may have may have or may not have come with that unit. For example, Bob may have bought a closeout unit from his local supply house that had no warranty. He didn't tell you that, but that could very well be the case.
8: Right. So you want to make sure you're getting a current state-of-the-art, and unless you plan on selling your house next year in two years, I wouldn't buy the low-end model. Again, just like Chevy... John, you can you can buy a Chevy for what thirty five thousand or eighty five thousand. That's right. Uh, so you know the same thing with just because it's a train or a carrier or your. And, and, and really mean... quick,
4: Joe. By the way, on the on the car thing, that's almost true with every car company out there, including even the. Mercedes and BMWs of the world, I mean, they're not going to get down into the 20s, but they've all got vehicles that start in that 30,000 range, and of course some of those go all the way up to 100k plus, so to your point, even even they've got that, you know, good, better, best, I, I guess you could say it that way. Uh, that's pretty much true with every manufacturer that's out there.
8: Right, so again, if you're going to be buying a boiler, a furnace, uh, a new central AC unit, step one is make sure you're buying, you yeah. know, do some
4: research. Great point.
8: Make sure you getting a name brand, make sure it's a current name brand, and then do a lot of research. You know, you don't want to do a a guy that's a one-truck outfit, um, you know, because, again, he might, a lot of these one-truck guys, they don't, John, you work with a lot of small business guys. You know, they might be great technicians, but they're lousy businessmen. I can't tell you how many... What the turnover is in, in little you know, here-today-gone-tomorrow mom-and-pop AC shops, They yep. it's just like the restaurant business. They, they go two, three years, and they're out of business.
4: Well, so, and to my knowledge, the reason why that is, and if somebody wants to correct me on this, Feel free to do so. And before we go further, Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air, which, by the way, what Joe's talking about, they can do all of that. And we have our own Fix-It Radio call-in line for them. So if you're thinking about doing anything, and, and they've got their quiet, cool system as well. But if you're thinking about doing something, call 720-442-8842. What I was going to say, Joe, is I don't think, at least in the state of Colorado, I'm pretty sure this is the case. You have to be a licensed plumber, a licensed electrician. But as far as I know, there is no licensing for HVAC.
8: And I and I think you're right, but even if you were licensed, John, but I think you have to be a licensed plumber to do a boiler. But again, you do, well, you'd have uh, to,
4: yeah, you got to pull a permit and do all of that, and uh, I believe that's the case because you're doing the natural gas and the and the plumbing and all that. But when it comes to putting in a furnace, I don't think you've got to be licensed for that, Joe. I could be wrong, and if somebody in Colorado wants to correct me on that, let me know. But I've consulted with several HVAC companies, and to my knowledge, Joe, you don't have to be.
8: And and so. Uh, so, John, let's assume that's correct. So, so not only do you have a guy who might not be licensed. Uh, again, if he's a one man, I wouldn't do business with a one man band because my daughter said, "Well, I've got three quotes, and I and I went on the internet, did some research, how long they've been in business." I actually called one guy up and say, "How many trucks do you have?" He said, "Well, it's just me." Now he was the cheapest bid. Of course. But I told my daughter, I said, you know, yeah, he's three hundred bucks cheaper, but you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to buy it from him. Uh, we had settled on the unit, uh, actually. Uh, She had quotes on several different units. I said, yeah, these three are good units, but I wouldn't buy it from this guy because he might not be here in three years.
4: Right, right.
8: um, That's what what you want to look at.
4: And again, folks, if you want to call in and chime in on the HVAC side and let me know whether you have to be licensed or not, please let me know. I... I am not aware that you have to be, although I could be wrong. I think it's much like, and Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive is joining me here in a moment, and I know this for a fact, Joe, in Colorado. I know it's different in places even like Jersey and New York and so on. But here in Colorado, this is another thing most people don't realize. You don't have to be licensed to own a repair shop and or work on cars in Colorado. There is no licensing oh. for that. Any you, Joe, you could come back to Colorado, hang a sign uh-huh. that says Joe's Auto Repair and be in business. There's no licensing required.
8: Man, that's a scary thought. When you now, think when you think when about Joe's, it that
4: way, because most <laughs> people think that everybody in that world is is licensed. And the reality is, they're most likely well in Colorado. They're not at all, Joe.
8: Yeah, uh, John, I, I don't doubt it. From well, you know you know better than I, and I and what you're saying is 100. percent Now, if it was Joe's tractor repair, I, I think you'd be in pretty good shape,
4: John. <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> No, you you know, bring up a great point though because you know a lot of folks want to and, and I get it saving money is, is a big deal and nobody likes to just spend money to spend money we all want a good deal you know we want we want I think probably is a better way to say it is we all want value we want good value. And I think, at least for our listeners, that's what, what our listeners want, is they want good value. They know that they're not going to get the cheapest price. They want good value. They want somebody to back up the repair, the warranty, all the rest of the things that you're talking about. And, yeah, you can always go somewhere else and save money. But at the end of the day, is that really what you want? In a lot of cases, Joe, no, you don't.
8: It's, it's penny-wise and pound-foolish, John. That's you know the old saying. So, uh, And, again, I just went through this. I mean, I've done it several times in my life, but it was just coincidental. I did it with my daughter uh, a few months ago. So anyway, awesome. hey John, just a tip, uh, a landscaping tip, by the way. Yes. My wife wanted to uh, trim some hedges in in that we have in black mulch gardens. Okay. And of course, if you trim green hedges in a black mulch garden, now you got
4: green, you got green everywhere. Trimming. That's right.
8: So you take a painter's tarp, preferably a cloth painter's tarp, uh, a canvas painter's tarp. Put it around the bush. Yep. Trim your hedge into the painter's tarp. Yep. And then when you are done, just roll up the painter's tarp. Don't if you got if you're trimming stuff in a in a in a mulch garden, don't trim it and then try to rake it no, out. No,
4: that's that you are. That's exactly how we do it in our world. You put those tarps down, everything falls on the tarp, you haul the tarp off, throw it in the trailer, do whatever, dumpster, trash can, however you want to do it, but it all falls there and it's not in the bed. Right. Yep. All right, John, great all, tip. I got, all I got for today. Thanks, Joe. Right. Appreciate it very much. Have a great one. And uh, Mike from Highlands Ranch. Go ahead, sir. You're up. Uh,
0: John, I'm a, a regular listener to the the. Uh,
4: yes, you are, Mike. Thank you, sir.
0: Um, I was kudos to you on this subject. Just recently, my uh, Farmers Insurance Homeowners policy jumped up 30%, and it's now a 1% of the value deductible, and they say it's due to the Marshall Fire.
4: Oh, really? So, they're changing it even from what we've had here in Colorado recently?
0: That's correct. Uh, Not shocked. And and then, again, I, I got the policy. And as you said, to folks read your policy. I read it, and of course, um, I've I've insured, I've overinsured my house, um, or tried to. Yeah, me too. I've um, but what's interesting that isn't covered is the garage, the basement, any attachments like my awning over my mm-hmm. nice patio, right? And I went, whoa! Now uh, that was a little wake-up call. So I've got to go deal with that. I mean, I have a very nice garage with some very nice cars in it, you know, a a sealed floor, heated and humidified garage. You need to be
4: talking to my buddy Paul Leuenberger because he can do all of that and the cars and save you money and get you that rebate, Mike.
0: I'm going to call. I'm going to call.
4: I get, I get, you know, I get every, you know, every fourth year because the way that works is you go three years no claims, fourth year you get twenty five percent of your first year's claim or your first year's policy that you spent. By the way, that's on auto and car both, so the whole kit and caboodle, Mike. I get twenty five percent back in the fourth year, and well, then every year thereafter if I have no claims.
0: I'm going to give him a, a holler, but I, I second your emotion or your your dictates about people sit down and actually yep. read with a yellow marker. That's right policy. Oh, I,
4: I've even done it for other people. I've done it for you know my boys and other family members and such, Mike, where they're you know wondering, is this enough? And given what I went through with my cabin up in Granby, yeah, I know how to read a policy. I know what it says. I also know how to debate sometimes the insurance company because it will say one thing, and this is the other thing folks don't realize, and, and not true with every insurance company, but a lot of them will still try to you know skim by even though your policy says it will do such and such. If you're not reading it and you don't know what it says and you don't have a public adjuster of course, you're liable to not get your full claim out of them because if they if they can get by not paying it, they will, Mike.
0: Oh, no, I know that. Insurance is, is funny. By the way, interesting article in the Denver Post, I don't know if it was this last week, about particularly the Marshall Fire.
4: I saw that one.
0: Uninsured. Did you read that?
4: I did read that. And a lot of them are going to sell their property because they can't rebuild, 8 out of 10 of them were underinsured, which, frankly, Mike, and again, my heart goes out to folks that have lost homes. I'm not being that insensitive, but I don't have a lot of sympathy for folks that are owning million-dollar-plus homes that are not insured properly. Sorry, I I don't have a lot of sympathy there.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. The one thing that stood out to me was the two uh, uh, evaluation programs that the insurance companies run. Mm. Did you remember that? I did. No,
4: I don't remember. No, refresh my memory. I don't remember that part.
0: Well, there's, a, there's a, a program that's, or a, a, an app, if you want to call it, or a, a computer program that is run for one set of, of, of determining your policy amounts, and then it's uh, to replace the home after it's destroyed is another set of values.
4: Oh, I did read that. You know, and that's again that's the other difference I have with American National on higher valued homes. They actually send a company out on the front side, no cost to you. They value what the replacement cost will be based upon actual construction costs, and that's what they insure you for. Not this other program deal, Mike.
0: Program that article stunned me because of that, John. Uh. And I guarantee you, nobody knows about it. It's Agreed. being litigated, of course, as you read in the article. If, uh,
4: These people are going to lose, though, Mike. I'm sorry. They can litigate that all day long. It, you and I both know. The insurance companies are going to win on that one. Sorry. They, they've they've already done their homework. They've got high-powered lawyers. They're not losing, Mike.
0: No, and that article pointed that out. It's been litigated in California, and it's pretty much been yep. a losing battle. Yeah, they're
4: not going to win on that one. And, I, and I, again, I feel bad for people that have lost a home in a fire. But I don't feel bad for people that are underinsured because, frankly, if you're doing your homework right on the front side, and these are not, I mean, again, please hear me when I say this, everyone. These are intelligent, high-income, high-level individuals that are living in million-dollar-plus neighborhoods. There is no reason for them to be underinsured, Mike, none whatsoever, other than you're a cheapskate.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. I liken it to you can maintain your car. And it'll cost you this, or you can, you know, pay up and not do it. Yep. So what do you want to do?
4: Well, and in this case, the thing that really, you know, chaps my hide the most is now all of these people that were cheapskates and didn't want to insure their homes properly expect us as a taxpayer to come along and bail them out. I'm sorry. That's not how this works.
0: That drives me crazy. Look at the Mississippi River Delta. Every year they rebuild in a floodplain.
4: Yep. Dumb. Dumb. So, again, I, again I, I don't have a lot of sympathy. I, I'm sorry folks have to sell out and go build someplace else because they weren't insured properly. They're now just selling off lots and so on. Again, I'm sorry, and I feel bad. But I don't. You could have been fully insured and had the option to do whatever you want to do thereafter had you had the right insurance on the front side. And you know, I've got two different companies that I work with, Paul Luenberger at, at American National and GIA, that's a broker. They can go find insurance for pretty much anywhere, any place, including the mountains. And the reality is, between the two of those, Mike, you can be fully insured and not pay a ton of money to do it.
0: No, I, uh, John, I'm, I'm on the same page with you, and I couldn't agree more. I have no sympathy... I've got my place insured uh, for the current square footage rebuilding cost right now is what I'm insured for, and and it's you know it's stepping over a dollar to save yep. a dollar. And by
4: the way, you better on a, on a higher end home, you better be insured at about four hundred dollars a square foot, or you're not going to rebuild it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm there.
4: I'm, there you I'm go. Because if you're in the 250 range, you're not going to get it rebuilt. And by the way, a lot of those homes were probably valued in that 200 to 250 range, and that's not enough. It's half.
0: Oh, no, it's not even close.
4: Right, right. So Not even close. There you go.
0: I, I'm with you. I don't have a lot of sympathy if you're living in a million-plus. Me neither. I just don't, you know, guess what? You can afford it.
4: I agree. I agree. Mike, as always, appreciate you, man. Great phone call. Josh Goff, again, from Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers in Boulder joining us. He'll be with us in Drive Radio, but he stepped in here to help us on Fix It Radio. So you heard all that conversation. I did. And and you you live up in that area like I do, so you know what I'm talking about. Again, I think the news media has painted this up to seem like these are... You know, starter homes or starter neighborhoods or things along those lines, and they are far from that. No, they're Josh. pretty much all a million plus. Yeah, and some of them were three and four million oh, dollars. Yeah. So, folks, the, this is not the hood in Louisville or Superior by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, were there maybe a few homes that were not in that million-dollar range? Well, of course there were, but the you know, by and large, the majority of these homes were a million dollars plus. Yeah, absolutely beautiful homes. And they're wiped out. I and drove through gone. that neighborhood about two weeks ago, and literally it lo- it still looks like just total desolation. And, I, and again, I feel bad. I feel bad for those folks for losing that and losing you know, personal property and so on. On the same token, you can be made financially whole with the proper insurance. That's mm-hmm. the idea of having it. So, is, yeah. All right, right. We'll come back, guys. We've got another full segment this coming this way. If you want to chime in on any of that or also the question of the day, what item, especially around the house, what item should you never skimp on? Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.
1: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program take a higher deductible, and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 6620789 That's 303 6620789 We
4: live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof.
3: Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages.
6: Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson, relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191,
3: regulated by DORA.
4: Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to 5 to 7 years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com All right, folks, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Drive Radio will follow. up Question of the day that will follow into Drive Radio as well is, what item should you never skimp on? And we've really talked a lot. Um, Joe called in talking about HVAC boilers and air conditioning units and all of that, and, yeah, that's an area you just don't skimp on as well. Uh, insurance, another one for me, you just you don't skimp on. We've got some great partners when it comes to insurance, Paul Leuenberger at American National being one of them. And the reality is that's one of those things where, you know, you, you can – You can save money on insurance by having higher deductibles, which I would do. In fact, I talked about it this past week. The best way to do this, in my opinion, is go to Kurt Rogers. Get the all-in-one loan which josh also now has is actually on his second, second one. one um so he knows all about this and the reality is if you have the all-in-one loan you can then because you've got capital to do whatever you need to you then go to the highest deductible you possibly can on your policy because you know if something comes along you can still write a check for it and get it fixed but all the while you're saving money you're you're literally self-insuring but saving money while you're doing it because if that If that what if never comes along, you save money for x amount of time. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it, folks. Just go to that high deductible. uh, And I I mean, again, if you've got the all-in-one mortgage and you've got you know forty, fifty k of equity sitting in an account that's you know that you have access to if need be, get a ten thousand dollar deductible. Who cares? You're going to save the most money on insurance doing that. And if you do that, that's how you get ahead. Exactly. I cannot stress that enough. The biggest the biggest issue, really quick, Josh, about the all-in-one that I think still freaks most people out is they're, they're worried about, well, I've got this 25 or I've got this 3% interest rate. I can't get out of that. Um, it really isn't. That's the, that's the APR, front-loaded. So it's really not what you think it is. Because if you look at your total overall interest expense on your loan, and it's all amortized for you. If you don't have it, ask your mortgage company for it. And when you get done, tell me it's a 25 or 3% loan. Yeah. It's like 30 Yep. It ain't two and a half, folks. Not even close. If you stretch that thing out all the way, it's not. So, again, can you save money with the all-in-one loan? Um, I'm living proof. Josh is living proof. It gives you the flexibility to do things you can't do with a regular mortgage. Yeah. Period.
7: And it's amazing what you can do. It is. I mean.
4: It, Folks, it's phenomenal. I say it all the time, and, and it literally is. All right, Soren's got an answer for us on question of the day. Soren, go ahead.
0: Well, one thing you never want to skimp on is your pans or oh. your uh, silverware.
4: Good point. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, especially Soren when it comes to some of the forever chemicals and stuff that are in some of the cheap pans and stuff. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to skimp on that. There's there's major health issues and things from that. So no, good point. Good point.
7: Or uh, tables and chairs.
4: Yeah, good one. The furniture. No, that's, yeah. Joe was talking about this last week. Furniture is another one. Yeah, good point. Okay. All right, Soren, appreciate it. Yeah, no, folks, there's a ton of things you don't... Are there some things you can skimp on? I, I don't think I ever said this on air this last week, but there's a lot of folks out there that have to have that $100 ballpoint pen. I'm not that guy. Um, you know what? In fact, I'm writing right now today with probably a 10 cent pencil. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a guy that has to have that fancy pen to do business and do what I do. To me, that's always been sort of a waste of money. And I know there's a lot of, you know, pen aficionados and it's sort of one of those things you collect and so on. And great. If that's you, fine. You know, more power to you. I'm not that guy. You know, any, any big ballpoint works fine for me. I, you know, I could care less. Yeah, it's like as long what? as it writes well, I don't care. It's like watches. A Casio is a great watch. <laughs> they all, you know, at the end of the day, they all they all tell the same time. Exactly. X so is, again, unless you're a collector thing. of a particular item, uh, you know, there are some things that yeah, you can skimp on when it comes to certain things, and there's things you can buy, you know, in bulk, and there's ways to save money. But there are some core things that you just do not want to, you don't want to skimp on. Bill and Lakewood, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? I'm good, sir. How are you? Well,
9: fight got a new refrigerator. Oh boy. And. and the ice cubes are like miniature, if you ask me. Okay. added the ice
4: maker. Did you adjust it?
9: I don't think so. You can there's adjust little... those.
4: I don't oh, think So for all of you listening, this is something Charlie and I went through even here at the station a few weeks ago. All ice makers can be adjusted. If you take the cover of the ice maker off, usually there's a little end cover you pop off. There'll be a screw with a spring. And typically, turning that screw in makes the cube smaller. Turning it out, so you know, backing it off, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty. So loosening it typically makes the ice cubes bigger.
9: But, the, but I, I've seen that on YouTube, and I don't see nothing like that. But that's besides the point. It's, it's livable. It's not, okay. it's not the worst thing in the world. All right. I'll I actually
4: going. like smaller ice cubes. That's just my preference, but whatever.
9: Well, they're okay for a drink. Yeah. But if you want to put ice in a cooler. No, drink, that's a
4: good point. No, you want the bigger ones, that's true. Good point. No,
9: I mean that's 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 the only reason.
4: Yeah. Good point.
9: Cuz this is a frigidaire and I had a frigidaire before it. Good brand. And they had the half moon.
4: Right. Yeah,
9: you know, so that, and for whatever reason. Hey, but anyway, the reason why I call. Hey, did you ever try that infrared grill out?
4: I have not tried the infrared grill. I still use my old smoker. I've never switched. I just I'm so used to that thing, Bill, that I you know I just don't I don't know. I've just never switched.
9: Oh, see, I got a I got a Weber. It was the biggest. It's over ten years old now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting old, and it's gigantic. Because most of the time, it's just me and my wife. So I'm you know, and it's got the three burners with the
4: mm-hmm.
9: with the the sear burners the Okay, four burners. And it just goes through propane. I'm sure. So I'm, I'm thinking about changing to something I don't know what. I I always liked the idea of the infrared.
4: I like the idea. again. I just never switched to it. I, I still I get I I still love my smoker. So that's what I use. Yeah, but like, well, so what do you leave it up at your cabin? No, my, well, I've got I've got a I've got just a regular old Weber up at the cabin that I use there because you know it's just for frying burgers or whatever. And, but no, I, my, at my main house, I've got the my, I've got my smoker. It's too it's too heavy. I mean, that thing weighs about I don't know four hundred pounds probably to haul it around back and forth. It's I mean I, I can't lift it, so no, you're not going to haul that back and forth.
9: I've got an Oklahoma Joe's that's about twenty twenty five years old. Okay. I've I've barely I've hardly ever lighted up just you know if we go hunting and get some birds and stuff stuff like that nice but but I don't I don't use it to barbecue okay because you know I mean people say charcoal tastes better but propane sure is easy
4: it's the easiest no and and by the way you're correct on both I'm gonna let you run Bill get one more call in here but no you're correct on that I, I think it does taste better but it is more of a pain John and Cheyenne what's going on man Good morning. How are we were you?
7: Talking about skimping. I'm good, sir. It's uh, It was 46 degrees when I got up this morning, so I don't need air conditioning. No, you I don't. Am, uh, the Lord's air
4: conditioning. No, you don't. The Lord's
7: air conditioning works fine. There you <laughs> go. Um, right. You know, I got a couple windows facing west open. Nice breeze coming through the house. And it's got fresh air. But my grandfather, when he moved here from Canada, he uh, was a house painter. Okay. And taught my father this. My father taught me this first thing: never skimp on the paint. What's the most yeah, labor-intensive good job? Point. Do no, your good house? one, John. I mean, that,
4: you are you are top spot of the on. Line, yeah,
7: top of the line paint. Yep, and use the primer. I don't care if it's paint and primer in one. By the way, the Put other thing not to skimp on, on.
4: Now that you're talking about painting, is the paint brush or the roller that you're using well, I, as well?
7: I was going to get to that next. When I bought my first house, my father said. If you're gonna paint, go out and get yourself a good three inch brush and a one inch trim brush yep. and buy the best you can. And that
4: and they'll last you, know, you a lifetime if you take care of brushes. them.
7: Yeah, I, I still have those brushes. Yep. I bought a brush comb. And then the other thing he said don't worry about is they're cheap, is roller covers. Yeah. Buy the cheap ones and just use them once. Throw, throw them, them, away. them away. Don't
4: clean trick them. On that. I'm good on that one as well. Here's
7: a trick on that before you use it the first time, cover it in painter's masking tape. Tape it and then untape it and you'll pull all that little lint that's stuck to the outside at oh, out it.
4: Oh nice. Good tip. All right. So we'll take that. Then,
7: nice you know, tip. Yeah, so but don't skimp on the paint. If you gotta pay fifty dollars for the best paint a gallon. I agree. You're not going to have to clean again for 10 years unless your wife decides she doesn't like the color anymore.
4: There you are. John, I'll let you – that was a great ending. <laughs> I appreciate it, bite. sir. No, I'll talk to you. Maybe call in for Drive Radio as well. We'll have more of that there. What items should you never skimp on? We'll shift gears. Go to Drive Radio here in a moment. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. Guys, don't go anywhere. Again, this is Fix-It Radio, but Drive Radio is next, KLZ 560.